Your oh, call okay. cannot on, be completed on, as dialed. Please okay, check the number be, come and dial. Here we go, here we go. Yes, yes, uh, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Come on, come on, come on. Whoa. Well, oh, l listener, is that, is that you? I'm, I think, I think I'm out. I can, I can feel my body. I'm, I'm out of the phone. I'm out. I'm out. They, I knew they couldn't keep me down. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for your help. This is, this is all thanks to you, but we're not done yet. I still gotta, I gotta meet up with everybody else and see if we can, see if we can finally defeat these people once and for all. I don't, I, I still don't know what they want, but I'm glad that I'm out and safe, but uh, but keep sharing and, and let the guys know that I'm okay. I, I don't know if they know much about what's happened to me. So keep keep sharing on our socials, uh, Discord, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check us out on Mixer. See our live streams whenever we're up and running. Uh, just let's let's keep this train running, okay? So while I uh, run around and look for the rest of the guys here, I'm going to transmit another episode for you to listen to. Here's episode 20, Another Mystery to Solve. to another episode of the Dice Crisis Podcast. I'm sitting here with Michael Waltz. What up, what up? Eli Plunkett. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Spurley. Yeah. And I am your GM, Allard LaRue. Now, this is our special 20th episode edition podcast. Ooh, Big 20. 20. And uh, to- We're almost old enough to drink. To make this a little special, I, I bought a couple extra things. I oh, yeah. bought Pathfinder's uh, Critical Hit deck. Oh, cool. Ooh. So when you crit, you can either take your times three or times two damage, or you can use the card. I'll let you draw a card and then choose if you'd rather take the, the critical whatever effect or or, damage. Uh, or, the, or your just times whatever damage. Cool. If a weapon has a times three modifier, would you guys want to pick two cards? Do you want to go that far? Extra fun, extra flavor. But if it has a times three, it if would it's almost a times have three, to, you can to pick... like balance it because times three is so OP. You'd almost want to take that every time. Yeah, so like two critical you effects can take, could be way cooler. You're not going to take both the critical effects. Oh, you can you choose, choose one, one of one them. Of the two. Yeah. So when yeah. I think the rules is written is like a times two, you draw one card, you pick, you choose the the critical yep. that affects with your your type of damage. If you have a times three, you take two cards. If you have a times four, you take three cards oh, and you Jesus. choose one okay. of them. Yeah. Okay. I like I that. that. But you can also you, you you'll choose or one of the cards or just do your your damage multiplier. It's cool to read them and see. And uh, yeah. I am going to let somebody else be in charge of these. Who would like to be in charge of them? I got it. I love so, cards. Does anybody else want to throw their hat in the ring? Yeah, he can go with the crits. All right. That's sexy. And then I also Ooh, got. Boy. I just got the condition cards for fun. <laughs> Because, you know, yes. sometimes the conditions are hard to remember, and this way you will know them as well. Yes, I so like that. there's a bunch of duplicates of, like, basically all the conditions. So, like, normally the screens that Pathfinder has that the DM uses or that other people can use have um, the conditions and some effects uh, written on the inside, but since we don't all have a screen in front of us, these cards are going to help a lot based on, you know, running into 
different things like staggering. Yeah, baby. Where it gets really confusing for a really long time. So, so we'll, we'll, we will physically play those like on the. Video. Yeah, you'll just we'll you'll you'll get one to just know what like your condition to, is. I, can okay. I run the condition cards? Yeah. Unless Kyle, Unless Kyle wants no. them. All right. Uh, those are a little more confusing to me right now. You like now, condition so. cards. Just kind of fun. Color, I, color, I wanted to uh, get the Critical Fumble deck too, but <laughs> the first edition one is out of print now and they're not making more, and I missed it just like kind of. I, it, was in my, it was in my Amazon cart, and then it was it said it was sold out. Oh, dude. Be a collector's item now. I know. I could probably find it on like eBay or something like that, but yeah. I haven't looked yet. All right. Last time on the Dice Crisis podcast... What did our heroes do? We recruited an army. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys uh, started off by fighting some guys who Saul had sent to kill you guys yeah, once and for all. Mopped those guys up pretty Brr. easily. Yep. And then you went and talked to Zincher and made a deal with him. And he supplied you. You guys had to pay for rather cheaply, more cheaply than he was initially uh, offering them for. You guys hired 15 mercenaries and Brando. And Brando, the, Brando. the true star. Yep. And last, the last thing that happened was Crow uh, led a, a powerful rally speech, and everyone got fired up right outside of oh, uh, yeah. Zincher's arena. So you guys are basically outside of a of a coliseum looking building, and everyone. Then there's 15, 16 guys around you, <laughs> and the four of you, Lixie included, and everyone's just yelling and bashing their shields and swords and stuff, and getting hyped. How do you guys want to go about we, this? We crazy live. What was right that? Now. What was that dude we got for twenty five GP instead of Brando? Brando. Brando. He's yeah. the he's the blue one. He's, uh, the, yes. he's the star of our show. What do you, Brando. Well, come on. How do you forget Brando? And Brand. Come on. Something. Brando and Brand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys. It's what do you guys want to do? Uh, you wanna we're gonna obviously leave the leave we're the place st- we're at. And we're storming. The is Saul right in front of yeah. us right now? <laughs> no, it's just his picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really big. <laughs> uh, so if we run into anyone in the street, like civilians, they're probably going to clear out. If we see the Gendarmes, we definitely don't want to fight them. Just to oh, be yeah, clear. No, they, like, like, they shied away from a simple like brawl thing that was going on in the alleyway. I don't think they're going to mess with us. Assuming, yeah, they're going to step aside for this, too. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, nope, not our deal. Yeah. And you guys living in this town would know that there have been sieges before, and nobody really steps into it, be like, no guys, we shouldn't siege in town. They just yeah. kind of let it happen. And they're like, well, not Perfect. our business. Not my chair, not my problem. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I'm just looking through my list. I have to pick one more extract, then I'm hot. Cool, cool. Pick your extracts. I'm all filled up on healing. Everyone full health. We slept and everything, did some healing, but we all good. Just to make sure. Yeah, oh, let me check. I believe you guys uh, figured out your healing stuff and yep. then you slept. I'm full up on heals. Great. Full up on heals. Elyon's ready. I think I'm bad already. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you guys just want to march straight through town with your horde? Yeah, my weapon is drawn. I have um, got my wand in one hand, crossbow ready in the other. Fuck yeah. I got my falchion out. You got a falchion, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. I'm I have gonna... my sheets sprawled out in front of me like it's about to just be wartime. Oh, God. <laughs> it's about to go down. Wow. It's about to go down. That was a nice radio voice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it really was. Thanks for tuning in to the Dice Crisis in the 96 and 9. We, we can use that as a, as a drop. It's about. <laughs> it's about. All right, so the four of you 
and 16 other people who are hired to do your bidding for today march through town. And it's kind of a, a sight to behold. A lot of people, a lot of weapons, just marching straight through the streets of, of Riddleport, through the Wharf District, near closer to the Bevelishu River, to the Golden Goblin. You see people closing doors and, and curtains <laughs> and running away from you guys as, as you as you guys march all vicious through town. Maybe not vicious, but intimidating through town. You guys are definitely up to no good. You would maybe see the, the a couple of Gendarmies people just kind of like watch you guys pass, then go light up a smoke and walk the other way. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not gonna tussle with this because it's it's not the 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 law is what they kind of make it. If you're outnumbered, and it's fine. <laughs> There's, yeah, it's not a structured law system here. It's all kind of pretty rough and tumble. You got the money for the mercenaries. You got the power for this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone's just shying away as we walk through mm -hmm. and turn in a blind eye. Yep, and you make it down the street, and then the street would open up into the front of the Golden Goblin, the, the golden statue of the goblin uh, dominating the front of uh, entryway of the... Of the the gambling hall and yeah how so you guys just do you guys just walk straight up to the door or how do you want to i want to stand you're, outside you're at the, you're like at the end yeah you're pretty much at the end of the road right kind of in the parking lot of the golden goblin first thing perception I, check when i come around mm -hmm. that corner yeah. what am i seeing yeah make perception checks you I can't tell it. whether it's better to line Net up or not. 20. Not good for a 28. 16 wow. for Elyon. 26. Or Charged up for this fight. 23. Receiving everything. Oh, boy. 23 and a 26. 28? Oh, 28. Okay, so... Elyon, Dane, don't see this. Kyle sees like the flutter of a cloak behind one of the pillars and then a shape go into, into the front door. Hmm. Wait, can you say that one more time? You saw like a, the flutter of a cloak, cloak. around one of the pillars okay. in the front entrance. And then you saw like maybe a, the shadow kind of of somebody go towards the door or into the door. You might've seen the door open. Hmm. Let's stop a good distance from the door, like a good 60 feet out. Yep. And I then think form a line that looks I'm gonna, like I'm gonna go attack them. I'm gonna now. tell I'm gonna tell these two what I saw. I just saw a cloak. Someone just went inside. Alright. Could you see their facial features at all? I just saw the shadow. Mm hmm Could Don't be that how tall it is. Could have been Saul. Could have been Saul. Could have been I mean he does he does have a cloak type appearance. So I want to line up outside, like in the classic army lineup. Like yeah, ar arrange your pieces. Okay. <clears throat> you got fifteen. You got sixteen pawns plus your own. Like yeah, I would like I like that same sort of lineup. If we just face the goblin a little more straight on. Yeah. I kind of want to make some sort of ex exclamation that I saw that person go in. I kind of want to like bash on the door. You want to run up to the golden goblin? You'd be like, "Hey, I saw you go inside." Yeah, I saw you walk up. You can't escape my vision. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him out here. Oh, Dane is our highest diplomat. Yeah. Do you? If you don't feel like talking. I want to take what they tell me. Uh. Okay. So. Something like that lineup. Uh. So I look over to Dane. Dane, I think this is your. Wheelhouse, and I, I put my hands up, or I 
kind of put my weapons. I don't put my weapons away. I kind of open my body, mm-hmm. hands up, hands up, weapons in hand, approach non-threateningly. Mm-hmm. I uh, look at each individual, every single person that's outside. Like I'm assuming there, there's people on the roof and stuff. Not that you saw. I didn't see anyone. Um, so yeah, the only thing that I don't see anybody. Not saw? at this point. Oh, okay. I yeah. see nobody at this point. But as you kind of put your hands up, weapons not drawn. You see all of the doors to the Golden Goblin open. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thirteen armed mercenaries walk out of the Golden Goblin. Most, a lot of them holding short bows at this point. And then you see Saul Van skin step out of the Golden Goblin. He gets it, He gets himself into like kind of a, a middle position. You got. You see his his golden key stump hand glint in the in the sunlight as he walks out holds his hands up see did i not tell you they have tricked us they they faked their own death and now they work with the other crime bosses and they're here to take us out we cannot let them steal our property from us saul yes can't say it's a pleasure to see you but you certainly are the man we've been looking for i knew i should never have trusted any of you you are foul people trying to undermine us all from the start. You are the foul man trying either. to pull the wool over these innocent warriors' lives. You do not have to have bloodshed here today, Saul. That's exactly what you said Dane would say, Saul. Yeah, yeah, he said he would say that. Oh, <laughs> all right, well, they got my diplomacy beat. <laughs> uh, Stand true can... and, le- and le- don't let these people into our home and our place of business. And then he starts to walk back into the Golden Goblin. Okay. You fools, this man will trick you just like he tried to trick all of us. You know that we're here just to serve and to make Riddleport a better place. All these men behind us believe in that as well. You, you're being fooled by Saul and you don't have to die here today. And I but I tell like, you that you're outmatched, plus we have 15 more with us. Yeah. Right. I would uh, say Can with we, that is being like also diplomacy... Uh, I, I could probably get into it. You guys yeah. are stuff. So, like, I could throw in just some of the diplomatic spiel, too, because that's exactly what I was going to say. Pretty much the exact same. Like, he's fooling you just so you can lose your lives for his money, etc. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to hit it with it? Are you what are you hey, trying yeah. to do in a diplomacy or more of an intimidate? Um, well, I was going to go to aid. You're going to aid? Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys want to say? These... Men don't have to lose their lives for uh, Saul's bank account to stay full. Whatever he's paying them is not worth the bloodshed that they're going to have. They're obviously outnumbered, and we are very obviously a fighting force right now. We have the strongest mercenaries in the area, and whatever he's paying is going to simply not be enough for you guys to lose your life. You don't even work for the Goblin. You simply are a one-time hire that he couldn't care less about your lives. With a 26. And I'm going to do an intimidate on my own. Okay. Um, nice. You. I want to aid in that intimidation. All right. You okay. do your, say Ooh, your thing, Michael, intimidate. and then Crow will throw on it what he wants to aid with. We would prefer to not have to fight you, and we could simply employ you once the goblin is in the hands of the people again. But if you prefer blood, hold my hands up, spark flames. That is an option as well. She gives them all a good smile and like looks from eye to eye. Nice. Eye contact is key to intimidation. You didn't do your, your signature... Uh, uh, 
Oh um, yeah, the, the yeah. Flare that spell and that spell, um, phase haunted Fae. Yeah, yeah. haunted Fae aspect. And yeah, Fae. that that happens, and like it, everyone like almost has to look at her when that happens, and they get that weird perception warp. Cool. All right, Crow. How do you how do you want to aid in this interior? Um, I aid kind of poorly. I rolled. If you get a ten, at least. I rolled a nine. Ah, I don't really. aid. But what do you what do you try to say? Uh, I was gonna say like, you see this. That's, yeah, that's a nine. You I see this? You can like also point out, be like, she is kind of spooky. <laughs> do you want this? That's, that's a nine on intimidation. You don't want this. You don't want this. That's like the hype maybe that don't do it. It's like, trust me, look at me. You, I'm scary. You don't want this. When the bigger dude than Elion saying next to him goes, yeah, like honestly, don't do it. What did you just roll there, Michael, for your I, intimidate? I got a nat 20. Oh, for a total oh, of? That's with a, um, let me make sure. I'm pretty sure it's a plus eight. That's a 26 on You're about to prove my failure. And a 28 on an intimidate, if, if that's his. Oh, yeah. That's a nice 28. 28. 28 B- before the aid. Did he aid? Okay. He did no, not I aid. He did not aid. All right. I just, and, but it looked cool. And a 26 your diplomacy was a 26. Yeah. And then I was going to give you guys for having 15 guys to your back, plus fives on those checks. Nice. Oh, so, 31 and 33. Yes. Gang, gang. So... Before you guys are done, like, yelling your spiel to this, you notice Saul didn't stick around to hear it. Yeah. He went back into the Golden Goblin. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying these things, uh, you notice the, the crowd of, of mercenaries in front of you starts eyeing up all the guys behind you, and you can see them not them becoming less sure of the side that they're on. and, uh-huh. and They're losing their okay, morale. Them not being able to survive it, basically. <laughs> they, they know who you guys are. They know you have... Like, they thought that it was going to be hard to keep the four of you guys mm-hmm. out before you had 16 people behind you ready yeah. to fight. They're like, good point. <laughs> you have some points over there. And you see the first archer drop his bow to the ground. As soon as that happens, Elyon pulls out. Um, she, she hustles. She gets, like, a handful of coins, and she goes up, and she, like, hustles to the door, looks to, like, Dane and Crow, and is like, we got to go. Starts oh. moving towards the door as fast as she can. All right. Uh, I mean, you, yeah, Mo- do your movement. Cool. Uh, okay. she, so she, she sees the guys and she approaches, still their arms to the side. The archers are still there. She goes up and she just like, um, is she like, trying to get inside? Hands, right a, hands a coin to each of them as she walks by them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she like hands each of them just like a piece. She's like, good nice. choice, good choice. Nice. Wise. Wise. Cool. Wise. Everyone else starts dropping, dropping their weapons to the ground as well. And you were trying uh, to go inside. She right? wants to get in that door before okay. Saul can move away. Uh, the, yeah. la- the last yeah. person that you would hand a coin to is uh, is Bojask. Do you have anything to say? Wow, now? Bojask. Huh? Bojask, I knew you would be on the right <sighs> side of this. You'll see the treachery that Saul's done to us. I don't know. He, he said he's been kind of crazy the last couple of days. I don't know what he's done. What he's <laughs> a on a couple about. of days. Jesus. We'll <laughs> fill you in on all the rest once this, this is guy's cleared. sixty years of crazy. Okay. <laughs> So right. you guys enter the Golden Goblin. I'm gonna uh, use yes. uh, extract and get all the way to the back kitchen door almost uh, with a bunch of moves because I don't want to come in the front. I want to make sure we get some doors covered because okay. I think he's gonna try and split right now. Okay. So you're gonna run around to the back? Yeah. I Let's get the mercenaries. To you said yeah, so yeah. Well. Actually, yeah. We have Spread mercenaries. Let's get the mercenaries to go cover doors. Yeah. Surround. Have them surround the building. Yeah. You, you want me to have everybody surround the building? Yes. Like, yes. How, yes. Many, how many doors? Yes, are Brando. There? We wouldn't know this. I, I am Brando. There are four <laughs> no, no, doors. Brando doesn't. <laughs> Brando's like three doors down. Shit. Uh, well, I mean, the front doors. There's would, one, this two, is three, four crow, entrances. Yeah, crow. A back is, entrance. Yeah. So there are pretty much five five doors. We need three people at each door and maybe an extra one in the front. 
Cool. Crow, so, get Crow, Crow's going to point them in the right yep. direction. Do I have to do them and roll something? Or should I just... No, you, can, you can just direct. Three right. each door. Go, go, right, go. Go yep. take your stations. We they all four make it in the front door. They'll go huzzah, stomp huzzah. Their, their weapons to the ground, and then march off. <laughs> all right, so... Crow. This is the best 10 GP I'm going to make all day. <laughs> Are you staying outside with them, Crow? Are you coming in with us? I guess maybe having a lookout outside wouldn't be a bad idea. Do, would you feel comfortable going in without me? I feel like... Store. I don't know. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, they'd probably, like, cause a hootenanny if someone tries to run out. So I we're going in without any of I'm the I'm assuming they would know. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, just us four go in. Okay. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he dumped all his mercenaries outside, being like, well, this is all I got. Let me get out of here. Probably. So if we can get in... So three at each door? Yeah, three at each door, an extra right. one stationed in the front with a brando extra at the front. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, you guys enter the Golden Goblin, and it's do all the mercenaries empty. that were there like when they dropped their shit? Did they just leave? Uh, do they walk away, or are they just chilling outside? Oh, like maybe. So the the bodyguards that you guys know that work here, they stay. But anybody you guys didn't really recognize, they're just kind of random mercenaries. All and right. they just dip. I like all the named cool. people staying. Yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, the last people that you know that are still there they are they are Bojask, Billy, and Willie. And? Billy, Finn, Finn, Finn wasn't, wasn't he's not going to fight shit. <laughs> Billy and Willie. Like he probably oh, got, I forgot about Billy Willie. <laughs> he probably got laid off a lot when, when Lixie uh, did. Oh, damn. You can't ever forget Billy Willie. Best combo of all time. Yeah, the Golden Goblin is eerily quiet and empty. Um, Straight to Saul's office. I'm going to go that. Do we want to split up? I actually, like a split up I actually split up did at least for reasons. I popped my expeditious retreat while I was outside to add an extra 30 feet onto my um, base land speed Kay. for the next, what level am I? Three? Yeah. Uh, three minutes. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So, so I, will be able, I will be able to move, is it 90 feet then for a whole move run? Because 60 and then 30 more? Yeah. So you, know, you guys want to do this turn by turn? Uh, well, yeah, let's do it turn by turn. I assume, yeah, we should probably do All it. All right, roll for initiative. Okay. Motherfucking yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, boy. Funny. Ten. Yeah, boy. Lixie nine. Dane sixteen. Nice. Uh, Reroll. Who's got the higher initiative? I have plus six. What? What? Uh, what'd you roll? Sixteen. Oh, okay. So me and Dane. No, oh. it's your initiative. Four. Okay. Crow goes first. Ooh. 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 All right, Crow. You are inside the Golden Goblin. Where do you go? What do you do? I want to check. I feel like he would have maybe ran out the back door or ran to his vault. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily go. Like, all of us don't have to go to the room. We could check, like, vault, the downstairs, maybe, like, dude, there's not any other. There's, like, that room. Oh, wait, no, that is the vault room, right? The one right. that's, like, kind of buried under that. Uh, um, what do you mean by hallway? vault room? Wasn't there a safe room before? He does have a safe that room. That wasn't his room. That's the safe room. Oh, okay. Is on the it's first right floor next to his on the south oh, wing. First floor. First floor. First floor. Okay, yeah. Let's get one vault, maybe like one or two, to his office. Someone else. Oh, I'm down gonna start to running towards his office. Okay. Yeah. His, up, his, up, his office is upstairs, so yep. you would make it towards. You gotta go through the kitchen and then up the stairs. All right, I'm gonna go 40 feet. Start counting them out, boy. Do it. He's like in the middle of the room by the pedestal. Yep. Crow takes off through the middle of the Golden Goblin, make, trying to get his way to the stairs. Uh, Dane, where do you go? 
uh, 90 feet towards the stairs as well. I feel like I'll be able to get there fastest. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, is this gonna be Crow kind of like hopping along? Yeah. Dude, just, is this from like ten foot to get up there? Uh, it's climbing over a pedestal, so you can either do a uh, acrobatics check do or acrobatics. take uh, uh, move. Flip back. over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leap, leapfrog Crow over the thing. Do an acrobatics check. Do it. it, it do can it. I like yeah like vault myself over him to launch over the pedestal yep. with an acrobatic? Yep. Kay. If you do a successful acrobatics, it won't hamper your movement to get over that. <laughs> that sounds bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I got an 11. An 11? Uh, you kind of just make it up on top of the podium, kind of stumble a little bit. Lose but 10 feet yeah, from you, my move. You, you pretty much lose the movement anyway, but you okay. make it up without falling. Uh, one, two, three. Do I have to jump down or is it off nah, easy would, enough? Off okay. easy Four, enough. five. So, I was here. Let me count it one more time because it is 18, 17 scores if, with that fumble. All right, after leapfrogging over, <laughs> over Crow, Jane <laughs> almost makes it to the kitchen. Uh, Elion, nope. Yeah, Elion, where do you want to go? Uh, so you're going to the kitchen, Dane? I'm going up to uh, his uh, office, okay. which apparently is the quickest way through here. Then I'm going to stay, uh, I'm going to go towards the safe room, stay on this floor. Okay. Go to that area. Neat. Good plan. Uh, where does Lixie want to go? Uh, Lixie's going to go towards safe room area with... Uh, Dwight. Just because she's maybe, closest to that side of the door. I should too. maybe go to the basement. Uh, that's also a good option. But then if we, but then if someone does somehow make it past us, they'll be like, oh, I guess they're on the first floor, so they'd probably be all right. Maybe hear it. Yeah. Can we be like super perceptive checking a list, like too, like every time we fucking like do, do we hear anyone moving in here? Like, because I want to hear if he, okay. like, like hear yeah. him hiding. Yeah. The paper scuttling of him hiding shit yeah, make, or something. Make perception check. Well, it's not, we'll we'll do that on the beginning of this turn. Crow, you're up. Okay. Crow, make I, make your perception. Yeah. Twenty. Nice. You heard nineteen. You Sorry. don't hear anything that's not your com- companions running about. But yeah, do you are you continuing up to the stairs? Or you want to go downstairs now? I'm gonna go to the basement. Okay. Is that still the same direction? Yep. It's just okay. pretty much. Yeah. You, you have to go down downstairs through the kitchen or upstairs through the kitchen. Either way. Oh, uh, we're gonna say that you just you, you've made it to the stairs, Dane. You. I would be right behind Dane, literally. That's forty feet. Nice. And I did a twenty-one percept. All right, twenty-one percept. You don't see hear any signs of Saul either. Where do you go? Uh, continue up to the room. 90 continue up to the room. Sixty or whatever gets me there. All right, you make it upstairs, Damn. and you're you're <laughs> in the a hallway that uh, that uh, Jasper Grant or something like that. That uh, half orc monk. Kind of came down this hallway back at during the, yep. that raid, and Elion uh, hid behind, or not Elion, uh, Lixie hid behind the couch. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you see down that hallway, and you see the the door to Saul's office. Right on. Is it it's, open? It is closed. Damn it. Okay. Crawl. Oh, crawl. We went. Elion. Were you heading over to the safe room still? Yeah, heading to the safe room. Perception or survival? Yeah, either or. Twenty-four on the perception. Wow. Hey, big rolling. Big big rolling. All right, you make it to the front door of, of the vault room. And was that a survival or a, a perception? Perception. Perception, you don't see any signs of somebody running through here recently. Uh, no signs of, of Saul. This is safe room. Is there like a safe in here? Oh, yeah. Closed? Yeah. All right. Well, you got to open the door first. Oh, can but, I do that this turn? Uh, and you, your full movement made it to the door. Gotcha. Uh, then Lixie's going to come. She's gonna follow you in. And are we gonna are we are we gonna break the lock, Elion? The, the, is the door itself locked? 
Well, uh... What type of lock are we looking at? Like, is it one of those, like, big spin ones, like, a picture of safe to be? Or is this, like, something that she could lock pick with a bunch of them? Because she has, like, thieves' tools. The door to this reinforced chamber is composed of six inches of solid steel. Its, huh. its hinges are securely nested in the stone wall. Uh, seven keyholes and a locking wheel are set uh, in the center of the door. <laughs> and the walls to the left and right of it, are they wood? <laughs> Oh no, that's a stone stone wall. Alright. Steel door, Seven stone wall, with a spin thing. I think I can I can I can think I can do this. You got this, right, Lixie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can try. Uh bluff check. <laughs> Next turn she'll try. Really? Yeah. Alright. Cool. What's her disabled device? Her disable is plus eleven. Okay. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a meaty door. Yeah, it is. Crow? Continuing your way downstairs. Yeah, I'm going down, down. Does having thieves baby. tool improve your um, lock picking more than that, or is that included into my disabled device check already? Uh, if is there an asterisk next to the disabled device? Um, there's a little thing with a hammer, and that's it. It's not an asterisk. It's a little hammer. Uh, that means your tool is equipped, probably, so that the bonus would be factored in, I think. Nice. How many ranks okay. are in it? Ranks in disable? Yeah. Two. Two? And it's got a plus 11? Yeah, yeah. she's got the tool sent. Okay, nice. All right, Crow, so you make it uh, down the stairs, and you find yourself in a long hallway. You know that there are two doors to your right, and then the end of this hallway is blocked off by what you know to be just a secret door for the the working kind of people to come through and go into the red room and then the fighting pits. Uh, then you know that to down into your left, there's a stairway that goes down into the, the actual fighting pits and not the up top uh, just viewing area. Uh, you know that the door to the first door to your right is the wine cellar, and the next door is Bojask's room. Make a perception check. That one. Ooh. Bad percept here. He's too jacked. He's too stoked. Yeah, you're like, I don't see anybody. <laughs> it smells dankin' down here. <laughs> smells like shit. Yeah, that's pretty much your, your... It took your full movement to get down here. Cool. Nice. Dane, you Ooh, are up in that hallway. You see uh, down in the hallway in front of you, Saul's office. Okay. Uh, run in there and percept before I open the door. All right. Yeah, I not also not very perceptive right now. Nine. Nine? Ten if it's a trap. It doesn't, you don't see anything. <laughs> There's right. no traps. All right, I open the door. What do I see? An empty office. Uh, are you going to search it or... Well, By actually... empty, you mean like just a desk chilling in oh, there yeah. no one no, in Nobody's it. in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to quickly sprawl the desk drawers open. Okay, you'll, you'll have to do that on your next turn. Okay. Uh, uh, Elyon. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I turn to... Lixie and I grab her by her shoulders and I say, Lixie, you're way better than just being a table hostess. You're, uh, de you're destined for glory. You're a great pickpocket uh, and a you. great fighter. Uh, she kisses you. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. wonderful. This is our, <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> this is our chance to finally be the true heroes. This place is ours, Lixie. Okay. You unlock okay. that door. Okay. You okay. find the deed. Okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll unlock and the door. And I'm gonna use a What's hero point for her to give to give her a plus eight. Yeah. All right. All right. Yikers. This is And then I run the other direction and I run back. Are there okay. other doors in the area? Uh you know that these one there there are a couple doors. These rooms are uh what are the rooms over here? You know that one of them's the daily cash storage 
you know that one of them is a guard room. Um, can I do a survival? Whoa. For the, like... And then, like, so you ran through the cashier's cage. Uh-huh. And then the daily cash storage room to make it to the night vault. Okay. Um, and you're in the counting room right now. So, since he's not, um... I don't see him here. What is yeah. the room marked can, 9 and 3? 9 and, is that 2? 9 is the floor manager's office. And so what that is, was uh, where Laura's office used to be. And what is, is that 5? Uh, 5 is the guard room. Guard room. I don't think he's going to be in either of those. What is uh, room 10? Room 10 is the private dining room. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going... in there eating a meal. <laughs> <laughs> this is fighting Daniel done with yet. I thought you'd never find me here. It said hidden. It said right. hidden. So I move, I'm going to move back out to the main lobby, the casino floor, as okay. far as I can get. All right. All right. And let's see, like, she takes out her, her lock picking tools. And she rolls a 19 plus 19. That's a 38 lock pick. I also would blame that she had probably had some interaction with this 19 before. Plus to put in 19 plus 8? No, it, I included the plus 8 on his thing, so it's just 38. <sighs> She knows this safe because she's put a deposit in there before or something. She's like, I know how these work, right? DC. There's she's actually four fake locks and one's real. So close. It's not. No. A DC, DC 40. 40. Come oh, on. Oh my god. Uh. Uh. Mm, I'm trying to think. There's <laughs> got to be a way to add. Yeah, there's got to be a way to add too, right? Uh. Is there? I'll let you if, use if an. I, I'll let you use if, another hero point to do a plus four. Oh my goodness. That's the only other way you can do it. Do you it. think that? Well, here's the thing: is like I'm I'm willing to do that, but on the other hand, what are the chances he left anything in this? You know what I mean? Like, I bet if he split, he probably took anything important, right? But like, what if he threw it in here to just like be like, "There's no way they'll get into this." What you if know he's what hiding I mean? in there? <laughs> is uh, it big enough for him to hide in? Oh yeah, it's a big room. Oh, I meant like the safe, like. The night vault is a pretty big oh, safe. Oh, okay, yeah. like walk-inable safe? Yeah. Okay, it's a walk-in safe. I was picturing more like the, like, yeah, like a few foot by few foot. Okay. Right. Oh, shit. Yep. I'm using a, I'm going to use a hero point to add plus four to right. her roll. Using oh, that another goodness. hero point. Damn. She like, so there are, what does it say, seven? Seven keyholes. Somehow she is able to f take seven little tools them each into a keyhole <laughs> and like move them each to the right position and like have them hold there she jams them into into position uh -huh. after they click she jams it in and has has it hold she does that seven times very carefully uh-huh and then spins the, the the wheel of the door uh, at the right time and it, it everything clicks and then it it, it moves it and shutters open slightly uh-huh she pulls the thing and she looks in there and she's like that doesn't seem like enough gold for this room there's a, a, a decent pile there, but it's a big room and just a kind of a, a pile of gold in the middle. But other than that empty? Like, just gold chilling in the floor? Yeah. Oh, man. He definitely vacated that thing, except for probably, like, what he couldn't hold in gold or something like that, right? Like, Or he's becoming crazy because he's losing everything and he and maybe that's all that was wants in the to safe take everybody all. else down with him maybe that's all that was in the safe at all you know what i mean yeah. he only had that much gold and he's like i'm just losing it man yeah i have her make a, an appraise check for me an appraise okay yeah uh her appraise is actually kind of decent uh 19 19 yeah 
She's like, there might be a thousand gold there. Ah, wow, that's really low. Um, we paid more for her army. Um, shit. Okay. Uh, she's gonna call out and say, "There's nothing in the safe. There's nothing in the vault room. Just petty gold." And uh, free action to, uh, since I'm speaking as Dane, he goes, "No one up here," as loud as he can, just so. Not okay. as loud as he can, I guess, but at a decent volume to be like, no one in Saul's office. Did you want to search his office at all? Uh, yes, wasn't, but was it Dane's Oh, yeah, room? it's not his turn yet. Yeah, I was uh, just having Crow, him say it. Crow, you're up at the bottom of the stairs there. You want to, yeah, where do you want to go? Um, you got that hallway in front of you, two doors on your right, and then a hallway going down on your left, or a secret door straight ahead that goes into where the red room is and where the fighting pit viewing area is. I think I want to keep as high of ground right now for um, as possible, uh, but I do want to kick both these doors open just see if, if there's any immediate things that jump out at me. Righteous. You kick open the first door and you see a wine cellar. Uh, make your perception check again. 11. You you think that it smells weird in here, but you can't, it doesn't really, really you're like, I, don't, I can't really place it. Uh, yeah, the, bro, otherwise it's empty. I'm gonna, can I kick the second door down? Yep, you can kick the second door down. That one is uh, Bojask's room. Uh, you can search that <laughs> Sorry, your next guess. term if you want. Kick! Yes, I will I will stay in Bojask's room for now. Are you cool. opening these doors or are you actually like kicking them in? I'm kicking them in in he's case like, he's like hiding behind the doors. So. Oh, I see. Just squish his ass right off the bat. All right, Dane, it is your turn. Do you want to search Saul's office? Yes. All right, make me a perception check. <laughs> That one. Uh, so six plus uh, or plus six seven. Seven. You just kind of start tearing through everything, yep. and you're, you just got like pa- you just like papers, papers, papers flying everywhere. You don't see anything like that you see as valuable. Okay. Okay. Um, is there <laughs> is there enough <laughs> like in the room to check other places, or can I carry on to the next room? Oh wait, I looked at the wrong one. <laughs> well, there's still just papers anyway. <laughs> it's probably an office with papers in it. Yeah, the only thing that you really, you really like that catches your eye is uh, his cigar box and a snuff box that has pearls on it. Hmm. And I just know that because those are expensive items. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, is there enough to like, is there like other cabinets I can look through or do you want me to just carry on to the next room? Uh, there is a door into the next room yeah. that goes into his bedroom. I'm going to move into there. All right. Can I open it? Yeah, you can open it and get in there. It is empty. Nobody's in there, but you can nice. search it next turn. Uh, Elyon. Running Heard back there's out nothing the yeah, in the safe hall. room. So. Uh, she's going to go downstairs. Nice. Down to the fighting pit area. All right. You can go there. She gets as far as she can. She goes down the stairs, down the hallway. She sees Crow in the hallway? No, you enter in the red room. Okay which is on the other side of a secret door from where Crow is. Mm, Keep good. flipping my map pages all around. So definitely feeling like Saul has a secret entryway to this building. Right. There's got to be some place that he's split from. Like, what are the chances, like, he crawled out of a window before we spread, like, the people out or something? You know what I That's mean? That's what like, I'm feeling bad. Like, we should have set them first and it, then approached. The, when my, my original approach idea wasn't the line. It was to circle. But then we were like, okay, let's line up. And then, I mean, conveniently enough, they all came out the front door, which I think helped. Because if we would have went to other doors, they wouldn't have came out, like, as a group to be talked to. Mm-hmm. So it would have been, like, trying to tell, like, everyone individually that they shouldn't fight, which is way less likely to happen. 
I feel like he has a secret entryway, and wherever that is, is also where he's harboring the elven woman. I don't think he has her, like, here. I feel like he's harboring her, like, elsewhere in town or something. Maybe even, like, off of town. Maybe. Like, Jesus, she's been in the building with us this whole time? Like, I'd be Maybe. insane. <laughs> he's got a secret room. Who like, knows? Oh, that explains why everything's all juju around here. Who knows? All right. Elion, you make it into the red room, and it's empty. Red room. A couple bottles of alcohol sitting out. Red room. Mm. I grab the nearest one and I pull it. Nice. A constitution check. <laughs> I don't do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Not in the moment. <laughs> All right, uh, that's your turn getting down there. Lixie, where is she going to search next? Uh, those rooms next to her, I suppose, do a quick run through. It looks like she can get through two doors and a move, like that time. Yeah, if she she can search all these rooms that she's into, like, okay. one by one, but... Yeah. All right, in the one that she's in, there's nothing going to be in the counting room. If she can go into the daily cash storage and look. Is there any secret doors in the vault that maybe there's something behind? Make a perception check. <laughs> okay. Her perception... Correct. Her perception... Uh, 17. 17. 18 for a tramp. Going through these, she doesn't see any secret doors, no traps. Okay. Uh, she would find a bunch of poker chips in one of the rooms she's in, mm-hmm. and then... Oh, those are all chips. She just sees okay. a lot of poker chips. A lot of poker chips. All right. Um. Okay. On to the next room. Cool, cool. Crow. Yeah. You kicked open Bear's door. Are you going to search it? I'm going to search that. You mean right. Bojask? Bojasks, yeah, my bad. Uh, roll me your uh, uh, perception check. Here it is. That's a 27. 27. All right, so in Bojask's room, you find, you see that he keeps pig saws, his boar's cage in here, and you, 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 you caught it because... A little bit of light when you open the door glinted off of something in the cage. And you go in there and you you find some, like, bones. It could be human bones. And you find a signet ring. Make me a wisdom check or intelligence. Probably wisdom. Go with wisdom. Yes, wisdom. Uh, 22. 22. You recognize this as Laura's ring. Oh. Laura's dead bodies down here? Looks like you found it. Pigsaw. Damn, I want to take his ring. Okay, you got his ring. Pigsaw, huh? Uh, then it's going to be Dane's turn. <laughs> he searches the current room he's in. All right. Give him, should I re-perception? We're rolling off the last one. I do another perception. This one is actually higher, so I'm cool with that. Let's go 23. 24 for trap. 23, you find basically all of his financial records. And you can, oh. if you have a linguistics or I would let you do your uh, profession yeah, your profession merchant. check yeah your profession merchant check and here's some business bills looks like <laughs> nine right now I'm not really too concerned about what they say right now but I know that they're important yeah you, you just see all of these records of all these transactions and money coming in and money going out and you're uh-huh. like it would take it's gonna take like a couple hours to really speak, yep. sit down and figure out what this is what this is really saying okay cool yeah I'll keep that in mind I don't probably want to carry the papers with me okay put them back in their drawer and carry on to the next room word Elion to the you are room. in the in the red room next red all right room. uh door is closed yeah she's gonna move up to it 10 feet. Try to open it as a swift action? Sure. Okay, I was just reading the rules about this. You can try to open a door as a swift action if you roll above a DC 20 with a dexterity check. Okay. 
Nah, it doesn't. Okay. Takes takes a move, <laughs> move action to open the door. All right, cool. I'll let you get where uh, I'll get to let you get around that corner if you want. Cool. And then you see into the fight pit, like viewing area. Mm-hmm. Elion, you get around that corner. You see into the fight pits, and you see kind of just the railing and the because the, the, this arena it looks over kind of a pit that goes down into the fighting pit. So everybody is up higher watching in the fighting pit there. So you see the railing that would go down into the fighting pits. And what I know, this room is a dead end. There are no doors. There are no doors, doors there, no. Okay. All right. Lixie, what's she at? Continuing into the other rooms, she just saw the poker chips in one room. Yep, she's just, she's Next searching. Room. Are you just searching these rooms? Yeah. All right, make perception checks. Okay. Was it carried over or not? Let's hit it. 14 plus 5, 19. That she doesn't see anything in this room. No, Next nothing room. really. Can, no, nothing in these rooms are concerning or yeah. mean anything. Just, to I her. just want to make sure every room has yep. been checked. Those, we are are, those rooms for are clear and checked off the list. Boom! She's running out of there. Cool. Back to Crow. You got a set of stairs behind you. I may want to do something here. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait a little bit and maybe uh, time it a little better. Okay. Um, I just starts torching the place. <laughs> fireball, fireball. So Elion hasn't seen the fight pit yet, has she? She can see into the room. She can't see the fight pit because that's uh, the floor below. I'm just gonna run down into the actual fight pit and check if there's anything down there. You're gonna get a little bit past Elion, yeah. And then Elion's gonna see three, me. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Actually, you're right behind Elion. Nailed it. <laughs> no, he's gonna go down the stairs. Oh, the stairs also go to the fight pit. Nice. Yeah, that's just the viewing area that Elliot oh, was by. I see. I'm going down to the actual pit. So there's a hallway between us. Is that a door? Or is that a... What is that? Uh, that is a secret door. It's for the the staff to come in and out of the area. Okay. Okay. Closed currently? Yeah, it's currently closed. Yeah, we can't see it in each other yet. All right, you come down those stairs, and there are two small rooms that you hit before you get into the fight pit area. Oh. They are just the guard alcove and the armory, something like that, infirmary and the armory. And then you would make it around and into the sandy fight pits. Uh, let's say you can make it, make a perception check. 18. 18. You see something, so looking into the middle of the fight pit, you see the sand around. In the middle of it, you see a mound of sand lifted up almost looks like it's like dug up and you can see a ridge of a circle like dug up. Someone has been digging in the middle and you see a glint of gold sticking out of the middle of whatever is kind of underneath this kind of ridge that has been dug up. Ooh, I'm gonna, on my next turn, I'm gonna go dig in that. Yes, you are. Hmm. Dane. I don't like that. Uh, uh, I'm still upstairs. There's still nothing. Have we been, there hasn't been, like, any alert from our outside duders, right? Like, they haven't nope. been like, hey, or anything? No alert. Okay. Then, uh, make sure I check off all the rooms up here before I start convening back to everyone else. Yeah. You can run through those top rooms kind of quickly, and nobody's in there. No one's in make there. Make perception checks. Yeah, sure. And throw it up. Uh-oh, we got ourselves a 17. Nobody's in there. All right. <laughs> Then I'm gonna start making my way uh, back down. Actually, in one of those, you find a. I think I already kind of gave you this this stuff in this room on accident. Yeah. But you find you found the the secret door to his records room where you found the actual oh, okay. records of that the stuff. The financial records, okay. yeah. 
You found the finance records with finance tracks. And we out with that. Cool. Elyon, how do you continue? All right. Uh, Elyon continues down uh, the hallway into the fight pit. Okay. Uh, At this point, she's been running. Her steps slow down. She approaches a little more cautiously. Her Ayun stone of continual flame orbiting around her head, casting light around the room. She gets up to the pit edge and perception on the room. Okay. 14, 14 perception. All right, she kind of slows down, gets to the rail, looks in the room. There's nobody just in the room with her. She comes and she peers over the, the edge down into the fighting pits, and she sees the same kind of a dugout area in the middle of the fight pits, the, the kind of a ridge of dirt that would have been pushed away into a circle around this middle thing. And you see in the center of it something stuck in the center of this dugout place, but you notice that now that from above, you can see what's below the ridge that was kind of blocking Crow's view, and it looks like there's like a wooden surface that was that's under the sand. Mm-hmm. And you see huh. a glinting gold something stuck into the middle of this wood. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty curious. So at this point, I've used one move action to get up to the edge. Sure. Okay. How far down is it to the pit floor? 20 feet. And what is the way out of the pit floor? The way out of it? Yeah. Is back up where kind of Crow went down into it. Okay. So wait, is he above me? He's, he, he's below, below you right you. now. He's below me. I can't yeah, see you he, yet. He, You're you up can, in the yeah, If you stands. like really craned, you could probably see his feet. Okay. So like, mm-hmm. so I'm on like... So if you jumped down, you'd scare me. Okay. Probably a little bit. And I'd be like, what? Oh yeah. All right, she uh, she is gonna, in the sake of pursuit, she's gonna lower herself off the edge, okay. jump over the edge, lower herself down the railing, and drop. All right, make an acrobatics check. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, so you you kind of climb over the ledge, start lowering yourself down, and then you drop. I'm gonna give do a d6 of fall damage, mm-hmm. two points of fall damage, non-lethal. It's sanded. But you fall prone into the dirt. You pretty much just fall straight on your butt. Oh, oh, Elian! Poof! Crow! What? Where'd you go? Hey! <laughs> Style and grace. Uh, you know there's the stairs way. over there. I forgot that stairs are in this room. <laughs> well, what do you what do you think this pile of gold is? Are you seeing this? Yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder if if it's a trap or if it's an escape. But yeah, you, maybe we should uh, check for. Can you check for traps? I can't. Can you? Is that a disabled device? No, it's a perception check. I oh, can okay. check for traps. But it's Lixie's turn. Lixie is going to... What's the quickest way up to the catwalks? The quickest way up to the catwalks is, the is pretty much right where you are. Okay, up is there a way from floor. Saul's room up into... The, or, like, not Saul's room, but the Saul area there into the catwalk? That's the only way to them. All right, perfect. Bada boom. That's where Dane's going to go. That's not yeah. Dane's turn. Uh, so Elyon is going to cross over... Lixie. Elyon, Lixie. Or, I mean, Lixie. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, she's still fucking around on the first floor. Yep. Uh, Lixie's gonna run to probably the downstairs. Okay. She starts making her way downstairs. Yeah. Cool beans. Making my way downstairs. All right. Crow. Yeah. You go investigate this center thing. I would like to perceive it. All right. You step heavy footed in the dirt. as you approach the center of the fight pit. And this gold thing becomes clear to you, and as you make your way to it, you recognize what it is. Oh, no. It's Saul's key hand. 
<laughs> stuck into a lock in a trap door. Is his body attached to the hand? No. <laughs> He's not imagine? there, but his, the, his his key that he used as like a as a hook, whatever, a hook hand. Oh, so he is, took his hand off. He took his piece. hand off, opened a trap door, went down there and closed it behind him. It looks like so you might inspecting the key a little bit further, it looks like he bent it trying to open this door and that's why it's still in there. We couldn't get it so out. We can, so we can go in. We could. Certainly an option. Yes, definitely an option. What is Crow going to do? What are you doing? <laughs> what do you feel? That, uh, well, Make a perception are. check. 24. 24. It, it, you're not really sure what it would be for, but you see kind of fuses going out from the trap door through like you can you hmm. now that you notice it you see that it kind of diagonals out and, and you can barely see it on the top of the sand it kind of blends into the sand but you see these fuses just kind of spread out from the top of the trap door Elia, do you see these i'm gonna try and point them out to her yeah what do you I, think those are uh i think we need to get lixie here asap you mm-hmm, go get mm-hmm, lixie mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna try and study this since i can't move as fast as you okay you got it crow I'm going to try and study this and see if I can figure out what it is. All right. Uh, give me... Uh, do you have engineering? Uh, I have dungeoneering. That's not engineering, though. I uh, give me a dungeoneering check. Okay. Uh, six. Six. You just kind of feel like this is sketchy. You're not sure what it's for, so you're kind of sketched out about it. Good thing to get a second eye on it. Yeah, or a third I might, eye, I guess, and I might point. try and take a closer look and not roll a one. All right, Dane, what are you up? What are you up to? And Dane's gonna run across the catwalks. He's still flying at ninety feet. If he's yeah. just moving, he's like ah, just running, running all across the catwalks. Making sure no one's no, hiding. Nobody's up there. All right, he's gonna just get his way back down. All right, he's moving back down on the first floor. Uh, Elion, you see Crow. Uh, yeah, you guys talked a little bit about Crow seeing the, the fuses and stuff by this key. I mean, Lixie's coming as fast you as probably, she can. I imagine you would have walked up and approached pretty much the same time Crow did. Um, well, I was still prone because oh, yeah. I'd fallen. Sitting on her butt back there like, I don't know what it is. So I'm up. <laughs> yeah, I would. We're, this is a little bit more fluid, not quite as turn, like actual round movement action kind of stuff. I mean, I Great. just said I sprinted oh, oh, around Oh, yeah, upstairs. Elia, I forgot <laughs> to tell you that uh, I found Lars' signet ring. Wow. In, uh, in, uh, in um, Bojask's room over there. So, And there's uh, a pile of bones, and they certainly looked like human bones. Looks like we have a second so, mystery to solve. We know that... To solve. Solve. We know that Saul is... <laughs> well, for now, we need to figure out where Saul is. I'm going to go get Lixie, and she sprints off. Nice. Uh, runs as fast as she can. All right, and she would meet Lixie kind of as Lixie's go- coming down the stairs to, yes. to meet you guys. Cool. And I'm yelling her name, Lixie, Lixie, yes. Lixie, run yes. right into her. What? Uh, uh, <gasps> Lixie, what, what, what is it? What is it? What did we, you find? Did you find Saul? We, ha- we haven't found Saul yet, but we found a trace of him. Come quick. I think we've got a situation where we need your expertise. Okay, cool. <laughs> and she would go to the middle. Does she have what? Does she have the feet trap spotting? Uh, yes, trap finding. I was gonna see if I can't because it is a little bit of both. Do trap finding and a dungeoneering because it is also a going down into like how this would be made of like there's possibly a trap door behind there. I could probably tell like if it's gonna be like a deep long. Acknowledge room. local check. Local. <laughs> local seven. 
Seven. She doesn't know why there would be a trapdoor here. Yeah, I don't care to know why. I just want to know, like, if it is going to be a room down there, if this seems like she a box. Knock. That's up to the roll. Yeah, she doesn't know. That, you, that knowledge local was the check to determine that. Okay. She doesn't know. What about trap finding? Roll your perception check. She can see if it's a trap. Eleven. Eleven. She's pretty sure that it's a trap. Nice. Those fuses running into a box look pretty sus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. As we stand by this box that could blow, I'm going to take five. Does she, have en- does she have engineering? Engineering? No. Nobody has got engineering? I uh, I have it as uh, Dane. Okay. Well, Dane's running around. Yeah, he's trying. Damn it, Dane. I can, I can try Dane. to, I can try to Dane. disable this. I'm pretty sure this is trapped. I don't know what it does, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's trapped. Can she do something simple like cut these fuses like that are running off because they're she not She can make things. a disabled device check. Okay. And that would be probably something similar. 18? 18. She's like, okay, okay. She's, she does start, like, uh-huh. flipping the fuses and stuff. And she's like, I think there's a magical component to this. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not sure. I, I think that the magical component might still go off, but whatever these fuses are going to, it, it probably won't affect yep. it anymore. Okay. But it still feels a little magical. Uh, Elion, do you detect magic? Or wait, we'll wait for your turn. I suppose, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got some things you, I'm this, gonna do. This can be this can be kind of fluid. Dane, what are you? Are you are coming you still... down? Can he just make it almost all the way down there right now? Yeah, he's okay. on his way down. Cool. So yeah, Elyon was gonna f- run around until she found Dane. Dane, Dane, <laughs> finds <laughs> him, yeah. brings him down too, fills him in on the way down. Wow. We're all in the room now. Yep. Dane, Great. you see this kind of diffused trap in a way. You make the engineering check. Okay. Oh, engineering, you say? 16. 16, you're like, fuses. These, something was going to probably blow up. Uh-huh. Um, does he know anything the about the magical part? Is that like an arcana check? I'm going to, I'll detect okay. magic on it. Yeah. All right, detecting magic. I you have see, knowledge arcana, if that's you, a thing. Uh, you can make those rolls, yes. Okay. But yes. Uh, Elyon looking over it, it would. she would see a, a glyph on it on the other side of it kind of glow. She would see a, a, a glyph glow. Uh, and looking at it, she would get an evocation magic, and then you can make your knowledge arcana. Mm. Okay. okay. Knowledge arcana, I rolled a natural eight with an eight for 16. 16, you know that the glyph is just basically a, a simple spark. Okay. It's a simple spark. Okay. Um, well, we're going to have to open this door, and I think I might offer that I do it because I have a certain affinity to fire. Uh-huh. I don't think it'll affect me as much as the rest of you. Do you have a little resistance? I do have fire cool, resistance. Cool. So I'd back you, the fuck out. <laughs> if you all stand back, I'll give it a shot. We bring in the bomb squad of Elyon. Elyon, Elyon, Let's just give Elyon your armor for right now, and then... Just like put her in a hazmat suit. Really, I put this chain, chain mail on. <laughs> Take like minutes or like a half hour to change clothes. She gonna, yeah, she's just gonna step up. Yeah, I, I back when, out. As soon as y'all are back, she just opens she, it. She looks up. She looks at Dane. She gives you a wink, and then she just oh shit, here we go. Pulls it open. <laughs> All right, so you try to pull it. It's locked. But you, you're like, oh, like the key. You twist, twist the key. It. Do you do you twist the key? Yeah. All right, you twist the key. And you hear a whoosh underneath, but 
the the fuses were cut and, yeah. and nothing like you maybe see the the ends of some fuses kind of come Sizzle up and up. hit the spot where they were cut uh-huh. and then the door opens up a little bit and you pull it open and you look down here and you see stairs descending into darkness we're good we're good Whoa. let's go stay there the are stairs you gonna go down yeah um maybe how far can yeah like how far maybe you want to take the lead crow I'll go first We'll have a crow lead. Crow's gonna go first on um, the stairs. I'll go second if you want, and then we can throw Lixie in the back, stealth it out or something. I don't know. I was thinking, maybe. Yeah. Lixie, Lixie goes. Uh, we're going down there. I can't see for one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I've got light going all the way around me. Okay. I have cool. that torch. I so forgot. She, I forgot about she's that. got some vision. Ten feet around Elian. So, so she hugs up to Elian where there's still light. Yeah. <laughs> So Elyon will stand. Elyon will take second, if that's cool. Okay, yeah. And then like, just right behind can, you. Can Dana Crow still see in about. front of him if Elyon's got that light? Yeah. You have dark vision, don't you? Or low light? I... He has dark vision. Elyon's got dark vision. You put your goggles on, you have low light, but it's dark in here, so you would, you'd be like trying to fight in low light without okay. the goggles. But with Elyon's thing, it, it helps you. Elyon's got like one hand on Crow's shoulder, and the other like... On his side, with like a flame spell ready. Nice. nice, nice, nice. I see this and I go, "All right, we go, we gonna get him." So you guys are gonna drop into the pit. Hey, we're going in. We're gonna going scale in. down the stairs. We're going in. All right, hand on shoulders. You enter in this trapdoor, and this gaping pit drops down away along the eastern wall of a cavern, descending twenty feet into a sloshing pool of water below. The pit's sides are steeply sloped and slick with moss, but are also covered with many rough ledges and protrusion, protrusions. A series of wooden ladders and ropes descend along these walls to a ledge below, just around the edge of a pool. You're looking into the, the darkness. You guys know that you have light and to see, and you guys Only like make it down. Only like 10 feet-ish? Yeah you, got, yeah, you can see probably 20 feet down. Okay. And then you would hear kind of some sloshing water. Oh, man. And this is the end of part three Whoa. of book one. Whoa. Whoa. Really? Yes. Damn. Like so the, gonna, the entrance to that is the end of the book? This is, this is, the, this is the last of the part, part of the book. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. That's cool. Part four, you guys. All right. Wow. 20th episode. Last, on 10th episode, we kind of had a little recap just to kind of touch base with what, what all the characters were oh, wow. thinking and feeling. We did. Yeah, we did. So. Next ten, oh, what, are you, what are you guys thinking and feeling? A lot, <laughs> a lot has happened in the last uh, ten episodes. I think the last, after the last time you had just fought at St. Casperion's or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, who wants to who wants I to kick start. it away? Sure. Dane. What's Dane feeling? Dane is. Dane has changed a decent amount since that check-in. He was really proud then of. Um, I think he was really proud of you know becoming biz- a true honest businessman. Um, because we weren't quite in light of all the toxic things that Saul has been doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't know Saul was yeah, playing Yeah, I, I felt so proud. I mean, I never personally used the words father figure for Saul or anything, but, like, that role was being fulfilled, you know what I mean, in the in his backstory. And now that that's gone again and he, he got betrayed, let down yet again by another official person that's supposed to be some form of... Uh, higher up or a light to look at he's let down again and again and that's obviously given him a negative attitude but as of right now it seems like 
he wants to continue where he felt he was succeeding and get rid of the thing that's causing toxicity, which right now would be Saul. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much just where he's standing. He's like morally fine and everything. He's happy with the relationship. He's happy with his choices. He hasn't like killed any more kids since then or anything that he can remember that's at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's not like changing as a person, but he is growing in the parts that need uh, positive things to him and trying to feed, fend out the negative things like murdering kids and having a dude make you murder kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like... You guys, there's a lot of ch- uh, chances for you guys to like do sense motives and stuff on, on Saul, but the the book's like, no, don't don't just tell them to do sense motives on Saul. Mm-hmm. If they if they ask for it, do it. And you yeah. guys only really asked for it one time. Yeah, I remember like yeah, like and a, once yeah. or twice, maybe at most. But yeah, and you guys have had, had probably could have kind of figured out kind of that something wasn't up, where something was up with Saul a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. But just because the way we were playing, kind of more role play heavy, those things don't come out as much. That and I think it, we all like kept it to ourselves that we knew, like it, we all kind of like felt those ways. And I think we had said that out loud that yeah. we were like, we don't trust this, but we didn't check. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we just we knew in our heads that something was fishy, and we just kept it at the set without yeah, checking well, for you, it. Yeah. You knew it in a meta sense, and then yeah. you didn't. Your but your players didn't really know about it, so I, that's yeah. probably good that you kept it out. Like that. I think we were aware of his like bad past the entire time. So I don't think this shocked any of us, and that's kind of why we're turning so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all part of it. Too. In, in light of it, face, we though. kind of saw it coming, but only to an extent Definitely. that like we felt it in our jibblies. Yeah. But he knew not to mess with us, mm-hmm. and we're no, back. He, didn't. he mm-hmm. fucked with us twenty four six. Yeah, Elyon sort of um, was like trusting him, mm-hmm. so she sort of put her trust in him, and that's part of she's feeling kind of naive about it now yep, about the trust that she's put in and she's sort of realizing and this is an opportunity for her is to sort of take the goblin for ourselves with people that she does like okay these like crow and dane and lixie are people that she does trust Mm -hmm. so this is sort of an opportunity for her to take back the life that she didn't realize she was sort of slipping away from um yeah so she's feeling kind of naive about it but she also sees this as a new opportunity and a new path for her to sort of change and make change where before she was just kind of going with the flow she wasn't really questioning a lot and she did a lot of immoral things Mm -hmm. she's been put down this path of darker than she had expected her life to be and so now this is sort of like i think she views this just as like okay this is the closing on that chapter of my life i'll be able to take a step back have a fresh start, whether or not that's true. I think there's going to be a lot of consequences past that mm-hmm. that are inevitable for her. But she's viewing it as, okay, this is an end and I can start fresh. Yeah, definitely like knowing, uh, seeing that she has had a veil over a lot of the aspects of what she's been a part of. She mm-hmm. hasn't been able to see the full picture of it. And then having that that lifted is a wide, an eye-opening experience and does elicit kind of a change. So it feels like she's gotten past a barrier, a threshold at this point yeah. and can change and do something else now with something in her in her past. Yeah, and yes. on that same note too, that makes me curious, like how does Elyon feel about like just general trust issues right now? Because like with dad leaving or your dad leaving and then having like uh, yet again, not Saul as a father figure, but kind of that head of household thing running you know what i mean keeping the ship tight like this two times in like probably the past what couple weeks that yeah. like you just feel oh by the way i attacked personally <laughs> our our dates are we're kind of loosey-goosey with it yeah. and sometimes we had kind of a, a period where we were kind of hard and fast with the rules 
or with the date, but I think right now, today, is Moon Day, the first of Rova. Okay. So it is now the first month of fall. Nice. Oh, wow. And when did, how many days ago did we... It's basically September. It's been... Uh, 18 days roughly since the the first day at the Golden Goblin. Wow, oh it God, feels it, like it hasn't even been three weeks. Are you? I thought it had been months. <laughs> yeah, and we already run this. Thing. And like that section, oh. section two is kind of written to take place over weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of the podcast, I really condensed it and had the the key things happen a lot mm-hmm. quickly, wow. a lot more quickly. Well, for Elyon with the trust thing, yeah, like she doesn't need. Um, this is part of how elves are in general, mm-hmm. but she definitely feels this way, is once she has a relationship that's solid, mm-hmm. she's going to honor that for a long time. And she feels like she has that with both Crow and Dane. Saul, she had that, but she's mm-hmm. also quick to not hold a grudge, but cut things Terminate off. Terminate that. Terminate. So yeah. Saul is being terminated currently. Her right. father left and that's Cancel like culture. done. Let's cancel Saul. So she totally trusts the two of you, and she doesn't really have any trust issues uh-huh. going on. She just prioritizes her relationships okay. carefully. She's not like super like uh, paranoid now about like who's lying, who's not. You know, no. I just kind of like saw that maybe being a thing. Interest. I like it. Yeah. How does Crow feel about the situation at hand? Well, Crow from episode ten to episode twenty, sort of those two episodes very specifically have been very complete full circle with the whole Saul situation because episode 10 was when we first realized that Lara went missing and that's when we that's when we checked his house and it was pillaged was that episode 10 yeah that was exactly episode 10 so I think from there was when our entire party and Crow specifically was really had a bad feeling about Saul um and then come to episode 20 and we're doing this search and I find Lara's ring with what's most likely his bones. It's just sort of a very complete full circle of like having full trust in somebody, realizing that they're very corrupt, and then like seeing the proof, the very like emotional proof right in front of your eyes, and just like knowing. And then, you know, Crow's got in this very moment, like Crow's got that like reminder in his pocket that's putting that flame in his eyes Mm -hmm. to like put an end to to Saul. I didn't think about the the signet ring kind of being that end cap on having that inkling of something being up, and then that's a confirmation that that inkling was Not right. only was it the day yeah. that we tried to find Lara and we found Smeed and talked to him or whatever, but that was also the night that Saul made us all manager at the Goblin. Nice. And uh, so we ended that with uh, wines and celebrations, and here we are 10 episodes later. Feeling pumping down. An- the antithesis of celebration with the manager who just made us managers, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy how that circle did work really well. I'm feeling very buckled down, feeling very locked in, feeling very focused, and definitely having a lot of clarity with the situation and a lot of pre-planning to moving forward. That's how Crow's feeling. Curious. um, How's Lixie feel? Lixie? Hmm. How does Lixie feel? Because Lixie... Like, in, in what has happened to her, like, kind of explain, like, how she went from being, like, she was technically there before us, right? Yeah. By, like, Lixie a little bit. Lixie was hired there before, you guys. Yep, she brought in the table and stuff, and mm-hmm. then... She's kind of, yeah, she solidified herself in this spot before you guys were even a part of it. Uh, she probably trusted Saul before you guys and is having yeah, for very sure. similar uh, feelings of, like, what is going Betrayed. on. Betrayal, yeah. And 
she probably didn't see it as much more than just kind of a part-time job type thing for her. But it's until, until like she met Dane and started doing more serious things for the Golden Goblin, and now she's hunting down the her boss. And it's kind of surreal. It's almost like it's almost kind of like a, the opposite situation of. What, that sh- well, it's this similar, opposite, I don't know, kind of relating situation when she went and delved into tombs with her parents. Mm-hmm. But now she's doing it with friends, and they're not looking for treasure, but they're, like, seeking out a person. Yeah, in this case, kind of it's kind of familiar, truth, etc. You know what I mean? Like, we're just looking for the answers and yeah. to settle these scores, and that's a whole lot different than looting. Yeah, she hasn't really done this looting kind of dungeon diving thing since her parents died. Mm-hmm. So, so, what the fuck? Be- Whose phone? Not me. It came from there. Hey, you! That was my computer. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but anyway, she's... It's... I think she kind of likes the feeling of getting back into the the, uh, the dungeon delvey type stuff. Well, She's been kind of yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty heavy for people our age. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. These are these people are younger than us even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up, Crow? Crow's our age. I'm in our age in the game, as in like Dane's 18. How old's Crow? 25. And how old's Elion? 17 or 18? Yeah. So like we're a bunch of youngins. Crow's semi-old. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. big. I'm big, bro. So. Elion Thresh, Crow Moonwave, Dane Blazarian, and Lixie Parmenter climb down a ladder from a trapdoor that was in the floor of the sandy fighting pits of the Golden Goblin. And they make it into this carved out room. Uh, you can't, the looks of the, of the walls, it looks just as much carved out by people as it has been from like water erosion and stuff like that. And in the center of this room is a hole in the ground. And this gaping pit drops away along the eastern wall of this cavern, descending 20 feet into a sloshing pool of water below. The pit's sides are steeply sloped and slick with moss, but are also covered with many rough ledges and protrusions. A series of wooden ladders and ropes descend along these walls to a ledge below, just around the edge of the pool. So, you guys see so there is a ladders getting down, down with or, ladders. Yeah, drop down in the middle and ladders that are kind of along the ledge of it. And that goes down to the pool. Yep. Uh, make me, everyone make me survival checks. Sure. I was curious too, is like there a good time, I've never really been a dungeoneering person, is there a good time to like, when's a good time to dungeoneer check? To, is that to like percept a dungeon or is that to see if you know about dungeoning? <laughs> Let's I don't really know what a dungeoneering does. I'm you, sorry. You can know like creatures in a dungeon. You might understand like what the typical like capacity. a pathway. Like if there's a left and a right, you might think like this might be a path that's more towards air, uh-huh. or this would be a path that goes more towards underground. Okay. Um, yeah, you're just better at navigating dungeons and understanding creatures in them. I yeah, have a question the about the roll. Um, are we rolling to track right now? I'm just giving you. A, I'm just giving you a survival check. Tell me. Tell okay. me what you. What, and I'll tell you what it is for. Fourteen. 14? 20, Lixie, and survival. <clears throat> 11, Dane. Okay. Four. All right. Mm. Uh, Crow and Lixie see some foot, some like tracks leading oh. to the ladders. Okay. That are 
coming from where you guys... Human tracks? Yep. Shoes? Two shoes. Two shoes. Locking down. Uh, and Dane, make me that lo knowledge local check that Lixie missed before. 26. 26. So you know from knowing the city of Riddleport mm -hmm. that it's not common for there to be smuggling uh, caverns and tunnels under buildings. Uh -huh. They're not always under buildings. They're not under every building, but it's not common in Riddleport for these smuggling caves to be around. Okay. So you think this is probably a smuggling cave. Okay. Or a so like, tunnel. It's just, oh, like, but we assume that, like, this is to move goods from place to place or things from place to place. Yeah. Does that make me assume that it's running to a location that's distant or to, like, outside? Could be both. Okay. Um, yeah, the only way to really understand is to continue to look around. So mm -hmm. who's who's going to go first and scale down a ladder? Not it. So, yeah, you can scale down <laughs> the walls of the ladder. I'm a ladder, obviously. Jesus. Uh, Elyon will hop down. Okay. Make I'll, me a climb I'll check. I'll hop down as well. Right after her. 14. Okay. Five. Okay. How tall is it? 20 feet down. I'm going to jump. Into the water. Oh, is there not a ledge down there? No, I think it actually goes down to the down to the floor. I was like, oh god, do we just walk down uh, the ladder? I'm gonna crawl down the ladder. I'm it's gonna fine. you're gonna make a, an acrobatics check to not to jump in the right place because it's like a five foot section ledge. of yeah five okay. foot section of. I'm ledge. just gonna scale down the ladder. Yeah. Make a climb check. It's a good idea. I need a climb check on a ladder. What am I? Twelve. It's slippery and wet. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm I got a twenty. Lixie. Oh, Lixie got a eighteen. Nice. A five was the DC yes. to climb the slippery Ooh, ladder. Good. So everyone nice. makes it down to this <laughs> ladder good easily. Stuff. We are so skilled at herds. You guys are so good at this. And you enter a little cavern area, a little tidal pool area. So you make it down to a sandy ledge that sits uh, on the verge of a tidal pool that foams with the surf of the sea. Water marks on the cavern's irregular walls and the collection of flotsam, jetsam, yeah, float some small shells and mussels embedded on, embedded in the sand attest to the flooding that this cave periodically receives. Mm. Uh, you see a tunnel exit on the other side of the tidal pool. Everyone make me a perception check. All right. 21. 23. 19 and 24. All right, so everybody sees a, the elongated body of a swamp barracuda. Oh, gross. All right. Sitting on the edge of the tidal pool next to the exit. Okay. Um, is the water moving or is it like stagnant? It because seems. If it's moving. It like, seems to kind of be moving. It okay. doesn't seem stagnant, though. No. Because a tidal pool is. It, hey, excuse me if I'm wrong, but like it's for when the wake is like in a yeah. tunnel like that, it, it can raise and lower. Yep. And the the detail about the the walls and like flotsam and jetsam being on the walls uh -huh. and stuff. Makes you assume that the yeah, water it level floods. changes. Okay, yeah. It floods in here, so there's water that comes in and out of this this cavern. It's not just a cup of water, is what yeah. I was curious. It's yeah. mm -hmm. attached to the sea <laughs> um, or to the river. Detail sake, I'm a little confused. So we went down. Okay, so uh, sorry, I didn't place you guys. So you went down. Okay. And then we climb back up. So where we came from is like 20 feet above us. Yeah, so you're a little bit above the water. There's a ledge down to it, and then you can, there's along the sides of the tidal pool is just kind of sand walking around. Can I perception the water specifically looking to see if I see any more barracudas or yeah, creatures sure. in it? 14. 14. You don't see anything in the water, but you do notice that it looks pretty deep. Like, you don't see necessarily a, a bottom with your... It's dark in here, and you, but you have dark vision. You don't see that it, it ends 
it's not very shallow. Uh, I turn around to crow and to the rest. Place looks like it floods. And as you all see, we got one barracuda. I think it's best to move quickly. Yes, do you want to get up and close with it, or do you going to want to start lobbing some range and just see if we can take it out from here? Yeah, let's, let's start with range and, and move over towards is it. Is it watching us, or is it snoozing? It's not. It doesn't seem to have noticed you yet. Nice. Everyone makes some stealth checks. Six. Six. Sixteen. Six. Twenty-five and twelve. All right. As you guys are like, oh, what, what do you think? Should we, should we attack from range? Should we go over here? Uh, it hears Elyon say something in, to Crow's response or something like that, and its okay. head whips around. Everybody roll for initiative. All right. Fourteen. Maxed roll with a tw- twenty-nine. Nice, damn, son. Shit. Holy shit! Holy oh, shit! Holy shit! Um, oh yeah. Here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all no, out of gum. gum. Well, good thing you're going first because it's. All right, Kelly on Lixie. Uh, not Dane and Lixie. Mean? Lixie got a fifteen, and Dane got a sixteen. Yeah. 16. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We could, uh, this will be the first time that Dane's been around for a fight with a Barracuda. He wasn't around <laughs> the last time you two threw down the phone. I think this will be my third Barracuda fight. Mm hmm. It will be here. Yeah, Crow's eyes glint as he knows how to kill these things effectively. Remember, you have plus one on attack and damage to these creatures for mm-hmm. studying them. I'll still just roll it over for funsies. Okay, Elyon, you are first. Good, good. Um, what do I remember about these? Do they have any weaknesses? I could roll on it. Uh, yeah, you can roll me an Oz local. Or can I tell you... her? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have local. Like as I nature. see it, be like. Uh, sure. Nature. Yeah. Um, let's see. How do I want to play this? Yeah. Do you have knowledge of nature? I don't. Uh, I turn to crow. Geography, history. Magic or magic or range crow. <laughs> what do I want to hit it with? Crow would know that they have no special defenses. Magic will roast. Just go at it. Just kill it with what you want. Right. She's gonna take a crossbow and take a take a shot with it. Right. Roll to attack. Twenty. That's gonna hit. Let's go. Oh. Big bang. We starting off with the first shot. Four damage. Four damage. Nice. Right out of the bat, Elyon whips out her light crossbow, quick as lightning, puts in a bolt, aims, pegs the thing right in the, right in the back. It, it squirms in pain and, and lashes out, and then moves to attack you. Well, it's going to move towards you. It will it's gonna, try. It goes it's into the water. It, it's its turn now, oh, yes. No. Okay. It rolled a 19. Damn. And with a plus God. six initiative. But how fast does it swim? Pretty dang. Probably. Yeah. All the way across the thing. Yeah, it pretty much gets all the way up next to you and is going to bite you. A three on the die is probably going to miss. Nine to hit. Ha! Sidestep. Pops out of the water. (laughs) It chomps right at your feet and you step back, barely missing its nine bangs. I uh, jump up in the air and I fall down on its head and I crush it and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and it <Damn>. happens. <laughs> uh, and then, 
another swamp barracuda like crawls out of an alcove that was just out of your line of sight. He can't move very fast, but he just kind of slithers out on the, on the sand. You. And then Got the slimy boys. It's Dane's turn. All right, Dane's gonna pull out his crossbow as well. Cool. Rapid reload and pop off a shot. With a nat twenty. Oh, roll confirm. Um, the crossbow fifteen. AC fourteen. Nice. Confirms. Confirmed. So I get a crit card or my. Well, draw a crit track. card first, and then you can Ooh. choose if you want the card or you want your multiplier. First right. crit card. Here we crit go. Crit card coming your way. And on it, there's like you're, you're doing piercing damage. Yeah. So look at the piercing. So one. the piercing one is heart shot, triple damage, and one con bleed. Ooh. Nice. I'm gonna take that because that's better than my double damage. Yeah, yeah for sure. boy. All right, that's so a good one to get right off the fucking bat. Damage. Yeah, that, I was looking through that deck before, and I was like, that's the piercing one. So that's funny. Um, okay. Uh, the crossbow's damage is a D8, so we're gonna times three plus one con bleed. Yeah. So three D8 plus three. Do you have a plus one on your crossbow? Is that how that works? Hey, look at all these D8s coming at me. Does the crossbow have a plus one on it normally on uh, damage? 19 to 20 times 2. It's damage, though. Plus 4, or 1d8. 1d8 plus 4? No, like, plus 4 is just to hit 1d8, it's damage. Okay. No, okay. It, just, it doesn't say it has cool. a plus 1. Cool. So here's the 3 d 8 6, and 7. Looking nice. How many Four. damage? That's 21 plus 1 con bleed. 21 points of damage. This thing, so, Elyon pegs this out. thing with a, with a bolt. Uh, it, it rages it, it swims across as fast as it can across this, this tidal pool, chomps at Elyon's feet. Dane goes, nope, pulls out his crossbow, pegs it right in the heart. You oh hear it just God. like roar in pain and then slide back into the water and you see the, the blood mixing with the water oh, and making it all red. Damn. Nice. That felt good. Dead I Kuda. like this yeah. crit card, Dead eh? Kuda. Perfect. And now okay. it is Lixie's turn. Wow. All right. Lixie um, is not in range to do dagger shit over there, and squeezing past that would be pretty hard, I'm sure. Yeah, she could, she can move through you guys. That's fine. All right, she can acrobatics through, if that makes it better. She doesn't need to, no. All I'll right. just let her move through. She's going to try and move through and acrobatics past the um, fish. Okay. Make an acrobatics Whether that be like jumping over it or running across the thing. 19 plus 8, 27. Nice. 27 is good enough yeah. to get through this barracuda's space without provoking attack. I'm on the other side. Lixie's on the other side of the fish. Lixie's on the other side of the fish. Would you like to attack? Uh, Yeah, if I can. Poke. I believe so. I believe I can still poke. All right. Uh, and, and 20, yeah, 30, sure. That's an 18 to hit. 18 will strike her opponent. All right, that's a D4 plus four. Roll it. Six damage. Nice. Woo. Lixie coming around, yeah. rolling over the top oh, of this barracuda and stabbing it once she gets to the other side. Nice. Ripping its flesh open for six damage and it bleeds. Yeah, since, is that is that gonna cause bleeding attack or no? Like no sneak attack, side? No, yeah, no, that's only sneak attack sure. damage. Crow, you're up. What's yep. the state of this barracuda right now? What do you mean? Stabbed. <laughs> is that is a it, state? Is it bleeding out? Is no. it bleeding? Is it is it, it is not. It is not bloodied yet. It's Jay chilling, as they would 
I believe it's, it's, a it's bleeding, term. but it's not bloody. Bloody's like half half of its HP gone. It's no not and bleeding. It technically gone, means yeah. bleed damage, so I don't know. Okay, if it's I was I was just curious. Um, so uh, I'm gonna like look at Dane, still sort of in awe of him, just like exploding this thing. <laughs> I I'm gonna it. give a dab. <laughs> oh wow! And then I'm gonna flick my hands this way and fire an ice. Oh nice! Cool. It's a it's a faint dab. I believe it was a bluff check to okay. do the dab yep. and then shoot the icicle. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Roll, roll to attack. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah, he 21. blew that fish as Seventeen. Line. That's gonna hit. Nice. <laughs> the fish saw the dab uh, and was like, "Holy! <laughs> what does this guy have yes, so much style?" Oh yeah, max damage seven. Seven points of damage. Nice. You hurl this icicle straight into the barracuda's face, poking out one of its eyes. Yeah, now you know how I feel. Nice. That's a good hit. That's a good hit indeed. Uh, do you want to move? Um, no. Nah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Just as a as a, a kind of a coordinating thing, you if you would move up to it, Lixie on her turn, she, she could she could get flank, okay, flanking I'll, yeah, and then I'll sneak attack. Cool. But I get not wanting to get hit. But yeah, you I can stomach that. All right, Crow hurls an icicle and then runs into the flank with Lixie. Elion, you're up. If I were to shoot a bolt right now, what sort of minuses am I going to take? Because there's uh, some on each side of it. He would have a plus two to. He might have a plus four to his AC because of how much Crow's in it. I'll give him a plus two to his AC for partial cover, and then you'd get the minus four for shooting into into melee. Right. And if I did a ranged magic attack, do I take the same minuses? Yes. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Not she's... everyone, yeah. It's still against touch AC, though. Right. She's going to... Screw us all. Burning sands. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, take her crossbow. Uh, she's got her crossbow, reloads it, and then she kind of like five foot steps up right behind Crow, sticks a crossbow sort of between his legs <laughs> and holds it kind of at, like, you ever shoot a Roman candle and you keep it as far away from you, like, you really stretch your body yep, out? Yep. She's doing that with the crossbow one hand and just kind of <laughs> half blind pops it where its head is about. All right, cool. As you, the fish is generally in this area. As you stretch out and put the crossbow bolt, or the crossbow, like, between Crow's legs to shoot it, his ball grazes your thumb just ever so Aww. slightly. I, I, he I, wasn't wearing underwear. <laughs> move, move my thumb a little bit. And I'm like, huh? They're Crow's all, gonna huh. move a little bit. Yeah, oh, they're all little. really. Gro- his underwear was really gross from sitting in the swamp, so he just ditched them after. He's free balling. It's like that. You ever, you ever <laughs> oh, do sorry, like Leon. start a footsie with someone under a table on accident, and you have like three seconds of contact, then you both realize like, oh whoa. No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize. So you're like, oh, he's grabbing my nuts. Oh, I'm grabbing oh, his not. nuts. And then I'm like, oh wait, I pull back quick and I shoot. Right? <laughs> Release as a bolt. Okay, okay, uh, 15. 15? That's before any minuses. Minus four on that? Yes. 11. All right, that is a miss. Be touch. Mm-hmm. All right, so you very carefully try not to hit your friends, and it makes it too hard for you to actually hit the creature. It grazes my ball. Happens. And it deflects off the ground and hits Elion in the face. Or not Elion, oh. Lixie. <laughs> ha! Ha! Could and then one it female is in this party. That Swamp Barracuda's turn, and he is going to lash out at Lixie. He's going to first uh, tail slap her as he was facing the other way. For a two on the die, that's going to miss. And then he turns around completely. Actually, no, he's going to keep facing Crow, and then he's going to bite Crow. 
with a natural 19, that's gonna hit. No, wait, actually, Crow has a really high. Just 25 hit. Yeah. Okay, good. Whew. Whew. Made me nervous. Oh my gosh. Hit me. For eight points of damage. Th that's a lot. As he chomps into your shoulder, you see his eyes go, like, roll back as he tastes your blood. Ooh, uh, you wanna, I'm gonna punch him. And then it's Dane's turn. Lixie was before Dane, right? No, nope, Dane, Dane was, then Lixie. Okay, yep, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, Dane's ain't, uh, he's like at a better advantage point, but is it really? Like technically by game standard? Technically not really. Okay. It's gonna be the same thing as Elyon faced. He's honestly- But you Jay, don't have that minus four because you have precise shot. He's Jay chilling. He's gonna look um, across over at the way over there and kind of percept and see if, can you see like any, I don't know, a trap or something? Make yeah. his perception? Make check, sure. sure. He doesn't have any shot for the fight here, so. Okay. Um, his perception, 15, 16 for traps. It doesn't look like there's anything else threatening in this room. All right, cool. Doesn't see any other sleeping kudas. Nope. <laughs> and then it's Lixie's turn. All right, she uh, has sneak or flank right now? She has flanking. Okay, she's going to use her double weapon fighting um, to do two pokes at a minus four for offhand and a minus two for main hand. Does she have two weapon fighting? Yes. Then it's minus two for both of them. Uh, it says the second one drops by six, and it is normally a minus ten. So, but it it's but when it, when you're fighting with two light weapons, oh, they're both you're minus right. Two. It does scale down to two for the light. Uh, yep. Minus okay. two, two. So both minus attacks. two and minus two. But you have flanking, so that's just kind of made up. So you're pretty much rolling normal. Oh, so I don't have to take minus two. No, because of flanking, you don't have to. Oh, okay. It, it cool. makes up for it. Right. Right. Yep. So one swing for. 12. 12 is a miss. And one swing for 19. 19's a hit. Oh, good. So we yes. got one in at least. Um, that is going to be a bleeding attack. Uh, Roll your sneak attack damage with it. But yep. 2d6. Uh, it's 2d6. Nice. 2d6. And then uh, d4 plus 4. Yep. d4 plus 4. And then we'll cause 2 bleed. 18 and some bleed, uh, nice. being two points of bleed damage each round. Nice, all right, here's what happened. So, Lixie's first attack, she, when the thing tail whipped her, she kind of impulsively swiped out at, at its tail, uh -huh. but missed, and then she gets like furious, and as the thing bites at Crow, she runs, steps on its back, jumps off, and just impales the, the thing straight through the top of the head oh, with damn. her dagger, and it's, it's then she like, Falls, she rides it to the ground as it falls over. <laughs> Damn, she just skewered that kebab Boom, style. I'm dead. Nice. You guys are out of combat. There is a, a passageway leading out. Okay. There's, from Dane's perception check, you guys didn't see anything else uh, in this room that she, was good. Uh, Elyon just wants to, says we're walking around, detect magic into the water. Okay. You do that, casting your eyes, I don't know, do, they, do eyes change color when you, when you cast detect magic? I mean, there's a little sparkle. Ooh, they it's sparkle. Like, you can you see you start it's like seeing, a nebula. You start kind of seeing uh, auras kind of manifest, but no magical auras that you can see in here. You know, no traces of magic in the in the pool at all. All right, she looks at herself. She is magical. Just making sure this, making sure it still <laughs> works. She nods her head. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 You see magical stuff on your friends. Cool. Mm -hmm. We're shiny. All right. You guys want to check, like, follow the yeah, passageway out? Yeah, just walk around the corner and see what we can get at. You follow this pathway, and then it branches out right. Uh, 
keeps going down a little ways, uh, and then it branches off left around a hook. You guys want to go right or go around the hook? Uh, should we see what's around the hook, or should we just try and get out of here? Uh, Elyon is interested yeah, in going I mean, we left. have to keep going down. There was nothing back in the goblin, so we're going to start descending. Let's let light lady Elyon lead. All right, yeah, what's marching order? Elyon first. Who's after that? I'll go second. Or does it make not sense to put the spellcaster first? Makes, yeah. Yeah, let's put <laughs> She will, let's, but... Let's go Crow, Elyon, Lixie Dane. Crow's got dark me. vision anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Crow, Elyon, Lixie Dane. Cool. Unless you guys want to try to be stealthy, in, the, in which case you'd put your stealther guys first. I think okay. we're not trying to be stealthy at this point. They're going to know that, like... Yeah, I'm gonna hit yeah your, your main line. stealther people can't see so well without the light anyway. Facts. Hoping this is a dead end. Hope, hoping that there's no way out of here. Okay. Yeah. So... You guys follow the pathway. It, it hooks around to the left into a cave that holds a, a still pool. A, a lack of watermarks on the wall indicates no tidal action, and the stony shore is unmarked by debris. Slumped against the wall facing the pool is a skeleton garbed in the rotten tatters of a navy coat. Its hollow eyes stare sightlessly into the pool, and its bony knuckles clutch a rusty sword uh, that protrudes from its sternum. Hmm. Just a skeleton standing, yeah. staring at the water. Yeah, uh, that's horrifying. Anyone who can can either do uh, a knowledge local or a knowledge history or maybe a knowledge geography. Dane, I think it's your father. Whoa, Jesus! Uh, we got oh, Nat one for Dane's local mm. being ten. Um, Lixie's local twenty two. Lixie would recognize the guy's clothes. She's like, I think that's a Chalaxian uh, coat he's got on. Chalaxian. We heard them in... A Chalaxian navy coat. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, I could... It, what was it? Local or what else? That's... It, it doesn't matter. That, that's that's all the information from that. Nice. All right. So it's a Chalaxian-coated skeleton guard that has apparently been stabbed and is just chilling now. Did he stab yeah. himself? I don't get the vibe that he. Well, he. <laughs> you see, he's got the sword through his sternum, and he's like just looking towards the tidal pool, with no eyes. Not the tidal pool. This is this is a just still a pool. pool. This is a still pool. Oh, but just a pool. Do we Lord of the Rings it? Is that just to arrow him out or kick him in or what? Do we touch the pool? No. Do we touch the water? No. You guys want to <laughs> percept the pool? Make yeah. a perception check. I'll, I'll make a perception check. Perception the general whole room. I only got a 13. I got an 11. 23. 23. You guys see it? Lixie got it. Okay. So everyone, like, they're staring into the water. It's kind of hard to see. Lixie looks down there and she's like, there's a treasure chest. I I see a treasure chest down there. She's a guys. She wants it. I see a treasure chest down there. Swan dive. (laughs) No, she does not swan dive. All right. That's good. How far down is it, Lixie? It's about uh, maybe six feet or so. I'm over six feet. I'd still breathe. Oh, I don't trust that. <laughs> I don't Lord um, of the Rings trust that. <laughs> Lixie, can you check if if there's traps? Is it trapped water? I don't see any traps from that 20-something perception yeah. check. Does it look like the pool extends far? No, this, it, this is it. It's just the water there. Yeah, there's water um, in a chest in it. Perhaps we should so still. test the water. We might stand back. Do you want to t- t- touch the water? Sure, do it. No. No, can maybe we should test the water, the water by pushing this fool in. Well, Lixie wants. Well, can we yeah. push this fool in? Elyon wants to like throw something in from a distance. 
I will throw in... Or kick his body in and then run away. Can Lixie get close enough without disturbing this dude? Or does he already see us? What dude? The skeleton who's just staring in. It's a skeleton. Is he dead dead? Or is he like... Make a heel check. Moving. Make a heel check. You said he was standing, right? No, he's laying... He's like sitting against a wall. Oh, I thought he was... A skeleton with a sword in his chest. Standing, staring at the pool. I was no, like, he's like... Push him in. He's like <laughs> sitting against the wall sword in his chest and this uh, is just a perception heel, check. heel checks or perception oh. would work 24 this is yeah. a dead skeleton okay. there is right. no animate life in this oh. skeleton at all that changes right. everything crow kicks it in he kicks the skeleton yeah in the pool into the pool it clatters and bones fall into the pool and splash and disturbs the surface of, of of the of the water and you guys wait and the water slowly stills out again Elyon slips her robe off and she walks up to the water's edge okay. and uh, puts her feet in. Okay. You're, you're in the water. Kind of looks back at you guys. Should I keep going? Does it burn? It Does it burn? No. It <laughs> seems just like it's water. Not like acid it's like kind of gross, dirty water. But Grab the chest. Can she detect magic on the chest? Uh, Yes. While she's been doing it, she's looking. You bit- do detect a sliver of magic somewhere within that chest. All right, she's going to go down and try to pull the chest out. All right, so you're going to have to squat and dip beneath the water to, like, see and grab this chest. Sure. All right, so you submerge yourself into the water. You kind of, like, basically squat down to get low enough to grab this thing. And that's when you notice that there's another skeleton down here. And right as you grab the Uh, chest, uh its eyes open up and you see red glowing eyes peering back at you. Uh Uh-huh. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Oh, Oh, dear. We got some spooky swimming skeletons. Skelly swimmers. Spooky. He looks like this.